I mean, that idea is going to get cut because it just seems inappropriate. <laughs> Hi, Gregory. Hi, Thomas. How are you? You were asking people, what is your opinion An of actor. the actor Nicholas Cage? C-A-G-E-F-I-G. Don't be looking at her too hard now. G! This is a very different and weird question. Oh, my God. I really like how he doesn't seem to give a fuck what anyone thinks about him. <laughs> This is Cage Fight! And I think that's kind of badass. Welcome to Cage Fight. I'm gonna drink me a beer. Hello everyone, it's that time again. It's, uh, what is it, like 6am? I think this is released 6am on Mondays, on every other Monday, because my settings on the place I upload the the episodes is slightly skew-if, so I'm set to GMT and not America time. So this is released, if you're in the Americas, at 6 in the morning. If you're in the UK, it's released at a much more reasonable 11am. But either way, good morning. My name is Gregory Aikman. I am here. I'm not here alone. Hello, Thomas. I am here as well. In fact, Greg is not alone. I'm not a figment of his imagination. Yes. He's a real boy who's got no strings holding him down. None at all. There are no strings making him fret or indeed making him frown. We are good, but as well as being good, what are we doing? Why are we here? Why have we come together, Thomas? We've gathered here this day at six in the morning (laughs) to talk about two Nicolas Cage films. What do we mean by Nicolas Cage films? We mean any film of which he has participated in in some way or another. He doesn't have to be the leading role. He doesn't even have to have a role in some of them. That's perfectly fine with us. We are going to watch those films. And then we're going to compare those films to one another and decide which one we liked more. And that one will go on. It'll go... One of them will move on. We'll send it to the (laughs) Nicolas Cage farm. Right. uh, The uh, uh, county over uh, where it will enjoy a long... Happy life. The other one will go on to uh, fight more Nicolas Cage films. Exactly. In many ways, it is a fight of the cages. If you would, a cage fight. Oh my god, that's such a good name for a podcast. We should do that. such a good name for a podcast, and that is why no fewer than seven podcasts have arrived (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at that name and gone this is a good one and all of them including us have gone oh it's already used fuck it it's too good to just let those suckers use it we're all yeah. gonna use it let us sort of democratize democratize the word cage fight let us all use it come together oh cage podcast of the world unite come together join the fight Thomas and Gregory fight in films. Cage is gonna win and lose. It doesn't matter what you believe, so long as you let us watch films with the name Cage Fight. There we go. Beautiful. Thanks. Uh, what film did you watch this time? I saw The Family Man. What did you see? I saw The Old Way. So, kind of similar titles. Very similar titles. If we had to link a theme. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of The Family Man. Oh, really? I, I, uh, having watched the film, I realize I've seen it before. Oh, I see. So you weren't watching the film going, I've seen this before. Oh, no, wait, don't worry. That is just now. I have just now seen it. Therefore, I have now seen it. 
It wasn't that. It was like, oh, this is very familiar. I've definitely seen this before. When you watch this many Cage films back to back, they do seem quite familiar. Even though there's a great Mm. diversity to them, the fact that you've got the same actor in all of them, obviously that's the whole point, weren't you even listening to that earlier on? But um, it does create a sense of deja vu. Yeah, it's actually very true. Like There are some movies where I'm certain I've never seen before. Mm. And it's like, oh, this is kind of familiar to me. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we start with The Family Man, then? Let, let me know. Oh, what. okay. I want to carry on the trend of, like, putting the a review, or what I, what I feel about the film, very front and forward before yeah. I talk about it. I love this movie. Oh, wow, really? And I had to sort of it it really took me by surprise how i was feeling about this film i had to constantly check in with myself of like am i enjoying this film i think i'm actually loving the experience of this film i again i have seen this before i remember watching this before i didn't remember much of the film but that's not the film's fault that's i have a my brain's dying yeah the whole the whole way through i loved every moment of it and i'll tell you why Okay. In spite of the fact that this is a movie that is essentially yet another sort of like a Scrooge, a Christmas tale oh, sort of scenario. Okay. Uh, where it's, it's this really rich guy, Jack Campbell, played by Nick, and he's got everything. Uh, and well, not yet. He at the beginning of the film, we open up with him and his girlfriend, and she's like. Oh, don't go. I don't want you to go to your internship uh, at in somewhere, London, I believe. Mm. Um, I want you to stay and let's just make this happen. Because if I think if you're going to leave, it's all going to go bad. He's like, no, this is a great opportunity. And it's a great opportunity for us, you know. He goes, flash forward 13 years, and he's an incredibly rich businessman who is alone. Uh, right. So the girlfriend's gone. The potential is gone. And in the start of the film, Don Cheadle <laughs> appears. Amazing. Who, uh, fills the role of like a ghost of Christmas past or uh, present mm. in terms of like, hey, man, I think you actually I think you need something, my man. He's like, I don't need anything. I'm a rich boy. I got I'm a big capitalist boy who needs anything when you're a big capitalist man. He's like, I don't know. It seems like you might be in, you've got some regrets. Oh, I have no regrets. Nicholas Cage goes to sleep. He wakes up in the bed with his girlfriend, Kate. And it is magically 13 years into an alternate timeline where he came back. He stayed with Kate and now they're married and very poor. So in the first act, really, it's all about him struggling with being poor (laughs) this is an interesting yeah it's an oversimplification of of like him just adjusting to what is an insane thing to happen to somebody right like Mm. i woke up in somebody else's life that i would be just as fucked up um (laughs) but he's starting to like warm up to the ideas as the movie progresses eventually he returns uh he wakes up back in the his old life uh, but it's not Christmas yet. By the way, it takes place around Christmas. And Christmas okay. is not like heavily featured in the movie, but it does like lean on that trope of like it's about to be Christmas and oh, Christmas 
magic happened. So like Gremlins. And things are different. Basically, this movie is basically Gremlins. <laughs> Uh, yeah if you've seen gremlins you've seen this movie yeah nice. and if you like gremlins you'll love this Uh, i was listening to the theme tune earlier on sorry carry on sorry so yeah you've you've got that uh classic gremlins trope of magic happens on christmas and things are different and then he goes back to his regular life and then he hunts her down and hunts is a strong word he finds her and is like look we had this life together yeah. And uh, now you're successful. Like, she's a very prominent um, lawyer who's about to go to Paris. He's like, look, I, we had this life, and if you want to stay, like, we can have it again. Um, and she decides to stay. Unlike his decision, she decides to stay. Okay. And it's a incredibly... It, it's a great film uh, based on many points of which I'd like to present. One... Nicholas Cage is amazing in this. This is some of the best acting I've seen from him. Oh, really? Out of many movies we've seen. And I'm talking about, like, pig level. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, it's like, he's going, he, he's a really good dramatic actor. Did you know this? I <laughs> mean, like, it turns out he's a good actor. They don't let him act very often. Usually, they no. just get him to do his cage stuff, which is mag- which is incredible to watch. We love it. But yeah, yeah the man knows he's got strong acting chops. Yeah, he's um, it, it, he still like has that air of f- he's having fun with it, especially mm. towards the first act where he's a, a bit of fish out of water, a rich man in a poor man's outfit sort of he's having that kind of fun with it yeah which is very enjoyable but overall he is just it's good it's really it's great his acting is phenomenal god i'm surprised this movie isn't known more it's you barely you don't really see this on a lot of uh people like to like be meme about his movie list but this is like fucking up there this is easily top five i think for me so far oh my god Um, i really enjoyed this again it was a massive surprise but his acting was great and then the movie is does lean on the on some tropes um but it's not overly used it's also not overly explained Mm. the movie does a fantastic job of showing and not telling they say there's a point to the film where at the beginning he uh, he goes to sleep, right, and then he wakes up in the in this new life, right, mm. and then he crosses paths with Don Chino toward the third act of the film, and he knows that this means that he's going back to his previous life. So what does he do? He stays awake. He doesn't talk about staying awake. He doesn't really, you know, go through. It's it's mostly silently kissing his. Um, kids goodbye sitting in a chair in his bedroom watching his wife sleep because he doesn't want to go to sleep because he doesn't want to go back oh and it's such a heavy dramatic moment with very little dialogue and it's beautiful it's so it's like very well directed this particular director i don't i've looked into his imdb and it's like oh there's some good stuff in there but yeah uh, i'm impressed uh I think this was very well directed and written. Oh wow! Um, yeah, because it's. Uh, I had a brief look at it, and uh, it, it's billed as a romantic comedy. And think, <laughs> yeah. um, romantic comedies are a lot of fun, but they're very rarely 
like strong films, are they? They they're usually um they're romantic comedies and balls to the wall action films are very much the same, aren't they? Like they're they're yes. great if you're in the mood for I just want to be mm. unashamedly entertained. And that's that's why you watch You've Got Mail Agreed. or uh, Fast and Furious. Whereas this just sounds like a a fully three dimensional movie. It's a very solid version of everything that it's using, right? It's, yeah. It's in the genres that it's in fully. It's not doing anything different or crazy, but what it provides is incredibly solid and entertaining with just enough levity and, and anchored points to like really bring you in. Again, like I had to check my pulse to make Hmm. sure like is am i actually enjoying this it was but i i was in it i was in it the whole way and maybe i'm just having that kind of morning like i'm willing to accept that maybe you'll see this and then and and people listening will see this and be like thomas what the fuck were you up to yeah (laughs) but but it doesn't (laughs) it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if no one agrees with you it it doesn't matter the fact that that it's affected you this much is incredible yeah i was very emotionally driven by it i for sure cried at multiple points right and I li- I lived in it, and it was I had a great time. Oh my god! Um, and mm-hmm. like you yeah. say, Cage gave a great performance. You said, but um, fantastic, not yeah. the usual Cage performance. So was this no. just much more understated, or was it just just acting, just great dramatic? It acting? was just him, just him acting. It's just God. He carried this fucking movie like entirely on his back. Everything was about this character. And he made every moment perfectly. N- nailed it. Completely nailed it. <laughs> Holy shit. It's so crazy. I think I'm wrong. That's how no, fucking no, 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 no. into this I am. I, I, I just... feel like I'm gaslighting myself into thinking <laughs> this is good. But I swear to God, I sat down. I, I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Let's just watch it. Oh my God, it's two hours. How am I going to get through this? Mm. And I started watching it. I was like. Holy fuck, is this good? <laughs> oh, Did it get no. you straight away? Straight from the beginning? Were almost, you there? yes. Almost wow. immediately as it started. Oh my god, this... The credits... Okay, so like, as the credits start rolling, it is a scene of him, of Jack and Kate, having a cup of coffee. And the credits start rolling. And I'm like, this is... That's brilliant. It's It hit so fucking hard. Oh, and I'm Jesus. like, wow, holy fuck, is this good? How is this a good movie? Why is this a good movie? Just because you've got all all of the components there, written well, directed well, acted well. Like, what else mm. do you need for a great movie? It doesn't matter what genre of film is. It doesn't really matter what the story is. If the story is delivered this well, and this expertly mm. by the writers, the directors, by the actors, by the extras, by the sound team. And if everyone involved with the movie is knocking it out of the park, you can do a great film about anything, can't you? Oh, I think so, yes. I think this is a great proponent for that idea alone. I also think this is a great uh, proponent, um, just from my perspective of like, mm. Some t- this this movie isn't. And by the way, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about this film. I love yeah. it. Um, but this is a great proponent of like there can't be always be a bad movie. Yeah, if it gets you in the right place at the right time, you can fall for 
something. Like you can get sucked in. And of course. Uh, I'm willing to accept that this might be the case for me. Um, but that makes but, a great movie because yeah. even even if let let's pretend, and I don't think this is the case, but let's pretend that it's an average movie at best or not that good. But mm-hmm. whatever's going on in your life, all the serious and trivial things, and how everything was set up when you sat down to watch it, was in the perfect place for this to really affect you. And be, it must have been. But that means that every time you watch this film in the future, you'll be taken right back to this place. So you're not going to watch it in a f- couple of months and go, oh shit, this is rubbish. You're going to... By the way, like, mm. I had to... I'm so sorry. I no, 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 please interrupt, interrupt, say, say, I, say. I just, I, um, I even had, I had to, at certain points in the film, stop, pause the film, and get up and do something. And it wasn't like five minutes. Of, like, I literally had to stop the film and one, go get something to eat, come back, watch the film, stop again, and go help move furniture out of my new house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, the whole time, I'm like, please just get me back to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what is up? What is going on? I'm still, and even as you're talking, I'm mm. sorry to say, but in my mind, I was like, damn, I wonder if I can find a, like a a dvd of this <laughs> yeah get it get get a hard <laughs> copy keep, of this movie i this, I this just, is incredible i'm being i'm being absolutely i feel like i've gotten knocked out i feel like a punch out of left field came and hit me i was not expecting this in any way shape or form oh but yeah like that is <laughs> that, right. that is the point right like if you've got a film and you love it like don't let other people stop you from enjoying it. no fuck those other people they don't know what's going on um oh I mean I'm I'm going to make an assumption right now. I'm suspecting the family man will take it by the end of this episode. But we'll see. Oh really? Okay. Well, no because um don't get me wrong. Uh the old way I thoroughly enjoyed. I really oh. fucking I really like this film. That's fantastic. <laughs> But it it didn't emotionally get me on this way, but I did feel I I identified with the two lead characters more than I have identified with. Can characters I tell you something, film. please? I was going to pick this film. Were you? When you text me, yes. When you text me, I looked at the list. I've been seeing this film, and I was like, "Well, oh, I've seen a lot of more recent films. Mm. Let me go back a little further and." pick one but this one i've been eyeing for a little while yeah and when you said you were gonna watch it i was like oh fan like fucking great this is gonna be good yeah i mean because the okay i'll run through the basic plot then i'll talk about it because i've got a, a surprising amount to say it's a western oh, i love yeah. westerns it's already got a big tick in greg's oh, book yes. of things he likes apparently this is cage's first proper western he's done a few films in the past that are western adjacent oh my god but yeah. this was his I first think, yeah. actual like oh cage plays a character called colton briggs and when it when it opens that's a uh, good one uh he's this badass like gunslinger known to be a famous killer and this is in young america like proper wild west thing and it opens with him shooting someone we don't really understand the story as to why and nor does it matter for the purpose of this film but he shoots this guy dead in front of the guy's young son and then the young son's like staring at nicholas cage and nicholas cage is staring back they seem to have this moment where they lock eyes and Cage is considering killing the kid, like points a gun at him for a while, but then just bails. 
Then we get 20 years later credits. And by oh. this stage, Cage is uh, a family man. He's met a wife. He's clearly in love with her. And she's like changed him into this sort of this new way of his life, if you will. And by mm. this stage, the state he's in has entered the union. And when he, he's friends with an old marshal who speaks to him a bit later on, is like, hey, now we can't just go around killing people. There are laws and there's procedures to follow mm. if we uh, want to do so. So this is the new way for America, the new way for Cage and everything like that. He's got a wife and a daughter. The daughter and Cage, both, and this must have been a choice, they both seem throughout this whole film incredibly autistic and autistic uh, in the way that it presents a lack of understanding about demonstrative emotions. Uh, they both mention at times about how they, uh, in order not, not to be pushed around and in order to fit in, they have to mirror other people's emotions. Cage and his daughter have these conversations before like at one point she's saying how do you cry dad and it's like oh i've seen people cry they, they uh, scrunch their face up and they make this noise uh, 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 uh. Wow. Um, so it does things like that throughout the whole movie and at one point early on his daughter comes to his store to um help him work and she just takes all the jelly beans out of the thing and puts them in separate jars so all of the colors are with one another there's loads of little things like that peppered so it's very intentionally, essentially, talking about how she takes after her father. And in the old way, in the old America, before all these rules and regulations, you didn't need to be able to process emotions. Actions spoke louder, you could kill or be killed and all of that. Whereas now, in the new America, you need to articulate yourself. You need to use your words rather than your gun. And they're struggling to understand this. Anyway, the film kicks off with his wife being murdered. And the rest of the film is revenge. Because his wife is murdered by a man who we find out very early on is the grown-up version of the young boy of the kid, mm. of the man Cage killed 20 years ago. And he's like, hey, you're going to have to find me and I'm sure you're going to come find me and then I'm going to kill you. The rest of the film, Cage and his daughter just set fire to everything, burn their house and like, we're going back to the old ways, we're just going to hunt and kill this guy. They go on this journey of emotional self-discovery where uh, she's trying, the daughter's trying to learn throughout the whole film how to cry and don't worry, by the end of the film she does cry and she finds where her emotions live and how to show them. And Cage throughout the whole thing is just trying to, just trying to get revenge because his wife dying was the only thing stopping him from going back to the old ways. Mm -hmm. And then it's just a lovely uh, track and trace western like there's the the plot is very simple cage finds him they they find each other the cage finds the murderer in this little town there's a big shootout cage ends up dying the baddie ends up dying the daughter ends up going and starting her new life on her own looking after her dad's store even though she looks about 10 so it's odd but you know and that that's the basic plot of the film okay i loved this film because the lead characters being autistic and constantly discussing the need to show emotion and here's what other people do to show emotion. We don't feel anything, but we're aware that this is what you have to do. And later on, seeing the little girl when she wants, they want to trick someone so she wants to cry to look vulnerable so he comes over so he can kill him, blah, 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 blah. 
But she is there going, wah, wah, my baby. Oh no, my baby, wah. Because the only frame of reference they had was seeing a woman cry when she lost her child. Oh, wow. And it's it's so wonderful because it in a way and all of this could sound very patronizing and if it does apologies not intended but i'm just bad with words but it seems like it's it's humanizing the inability the inability to demonstrate your emotions like i'm still feeling Mm. things and i'm having an emotional life an emotional reaction to stuff However, my emotions are not at the forefront of my mind. I don't know how to show them to you. And there are other elements mm-hmm. of my mind which take priority for me. And I'm able to do this. And it's it's incredible watching that and that being a big part of the film. But it's not the point. <laughs> like, every time you've yeah. got someone with some sort of issue, whether it's a mental or physical disability, or whether it's a particular... Um, uh, lifestyle choice whether that's a political persuasion or an emotional persuasion or anything like that right the idea of that being front and center to the character but not the point of the film i don't think happens nearly enough you very rarely have someone in a film who's got any disability unless the film is about that disability it's like yeah. it it's happening it's starting to happen more now in films but for the longest time you would not have a trans character in a film unless the point of the film was talking about being trans in whatever the Mm -hmm. scenario was and it wasn't so longer in the 90s you wouldn't have any gay character unless (laughs) unless Unless that was the point was their entire character Yeah. yeah and go to like the 70s you wouldn't have a black character unless the film was about being black whereas now obviously mm-hmm. you get character you, you're getting more and more characters who are just whoever they are and it's representative without being pandering a or uh, yeah. patronizing i think yeah and i think like this was a step in that direction which i uh, which really spoke to me and i found that really i did not expect that yeah, really charming. I mean, yeah. the acting is super. Cage is so understated. It works really won- wonderfully. And there's there's one mm. point because when his wife first dies, the the marshal who's going like, "Hey, your your wife's dead." Um, sorry about that, but in a genuinely emotional way. And he's going like, L- "Listen, I knew you in the old days, and your wife and your daughter are the only thing stopping you from going back to that." So later on that night, Cage just goes into his daughter's bedroom while she's asleep, puts his, uh, like, aims his gun at her. She wakes up and just goes, Mama wouldn't be happy if she found out you were trying to shoot me. And then he just puts his gun away and she goes back to sleep. And then they're fine after that. Just this brief thing. Wow. Well, I wonder what that moment was about. I think that moment was Cage wanted to go back to the old ways in order to uh, hunt, find, and kill these people. And as the marshal was saying. He was going to, like, cut the cut yeah. the like your cord, daughter really like your daughter's the only thing stopping you from doing this so it's like oh we'll kill her then and then might as well cut the anchor off and go full shit ahead yeah and she wakes wow. up and is so blasé about the whole sort of like nah don't do this this is a shit idea and he's like yeah i didn't think it through yeah it's a shit idea essentially what's happening but there's no animosity it's not mentioned again and there's mm. perfect trust between them throughout the film it it's wow. wonderful it's it's this idea that their emotional relationship and their 
their physical relationship by obviously like daughter and father i don't mean physical relationship mm. in a weird way just physical in the fact that they don't they're not huggy people <laughs> obviously yeah yeah but he will physically pick her up to put her on a horse and help her out with things like that without being asked and stuff like that so they help each other out in a physical as well as an emotional way and they understand each other and there's no resentment or anger it's ma- mm. i loved it i I, but clearly, like, his wife just died, and he is definitely under turmoil enough to, like, yes. consider that idea. But yeah. it isn't like he's openly weeping, right? Exactly. And until the very end, when they're both crying with each other in a way mm. which, you know, is exaggerated because it's a movie. So it's a fantastical yeah. idea of life. The idea that they find the way to, to emote is, is quite charming and quite touching and, and makes perfect sense. Particularly because she has this moment with her father when he's dying where she's crying and like, I love you, I miss you, and he cries, and then then he dies. And then she Mm. just snaps straight back into the whole, so like, well, that was a shame, but I've got to sort shit out. I've got things to do. In a way that, like, she will carry that pain with her, but it won't Mm. slow her down. Which is is a wonder, it's humanizing people who essentially deal with grief well. Because for a long time, I've had a big bee in my bonnet about the idea of grief. And like the five stages of grief, I think, is a mm. d- disgusting and incorrect idea. Um, I think it's correct for some people, but not everyone. And the idea that... Yeah, not everybody experiences it the same way. If you force this idea on people, you get this weird thing that some people can feel like they're some sort of grief underachiever. And if they're jumping through the yeah. stages or missing out the stages, it's like, oh shit, I'm doing this wrong. Whereas this film... Yeah, it's weird to put checkpoints on your grief. Exactly. It's, and it's this, kind of fucked up. And this film humanizes people who are just good at dealing with grief. Because yeah. for them, not for, the, not for the world, but for them, it feels, in the confines of the movie, perfectly healthy. Like, mm. though, like he almost kills his daughter. They're not crying or seemingly mourning the loss of the mother, other than the whole movie is them trying to act revenge out but um other than that there doesn't seem to be any demonstrable grief or or showing they're upset or anything like that but none of this is a problem it's all just part of this beautiful tapestry and cage is so understated the only thing which pulls you out of the movie is during the flashbacks his character's got a moustache, which just looks like a novelty joke moustache. And it really pulls it out, because everything about the film and the way it's shot and the scenes and the direction and everything is beautiful and in the way that Westerns are. But he's got this fucking moustache, which looks almost like, you know, like the Fu Manchu moustache? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it looks, it's got, like, handlebars. Yeah, it looks like... A floppy short hat. <laughs> Imagine a Hitler moustache with handlebars, with floppy <laughs> over the mouth handlebars. It's that sort of thing. And it That's does, good. every time there's a flashback, that moustache pulls you out of the film. Because <laughs> it's just like, dude, really? Like, why did they choose Mustaches that? Moustaches have that ability. Yeah. It's very obviously a, a fake moustache. It's not like, that's not how Cage grows a moustache when he grows one. If that was just the way his body grew a moustache, it's like, yeah, fair enough. Do what you're going to do. But it's obviously a fake. It, that was a choice. And that choice makes no sense. <laughs> and if anything's going to push the family man into winning, it's going to be that it's fucking, a fucking moustache. moustache. I have to tell you, there's zero mustache in this. 
well there you go but yeah i mean <laughs> I, like that's that's all that's i mean the the tagline for this movie is revenge don't care much for the law which is quite attractive mm. as a tagline yes. that's a good line yeah I'm sure this film could be studied by people who know what they're talking about, and I'm sure it's got something to do with America's struggle between the Old West and the New West, and, you know, I don't know, it's about all of these things and none of these things. It's vague enough that you can read so much into it if you want to. Uh, Colorado, that's where it's set, sorry. Colorado. (laughs) Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to talk about if briefly mm. how we um we we sometimes uh converge on these moments where we have these two nicholas cage films at times it's like oh there's these two pretty okay or bad films yeah or i shouldn't say bad it just these two films that we weren't really riding high on and mm. it didn't really strike us in any way and we're like i guess this one goes because you know whatever yeah and then we have moments like this where it's like, oh, genuinely enjoyed these films. Yeah. And it sucks to say goodbye to one of them because it, just last week this fucker came through and just slid <laughs> through. This fucker of a film just got yeah. through. And it's like, like, it deserves more, but. These two films could have beaten well over half of the films on on mm. the on in his filmography these uh, i haven't seen the family man yet you haven't seen the old way yet but i i think it's fair to say we're both definitely gonna watch the the other one um, i have to now yeah i don't know what we do because sometimes like you say yeah. there have been episodes of this where we have like usually it's cut out of the actual final polished version but we have come to saw who wins who cares come on yeah. like just pick yeah. one at random who gives a shit both of them <laughs> literally flip a coin and both that's of them are cool. exactly the same and fine but not for us but so meh but really yeah. for listeners like when, when we get to moments like these i don't know how you feel about it greg but mm. i as much as it pains me to send certain films through and it's really only like having to drop the good ones yeah uh, that that the tension and the pain comes from but i prefer this uh, uh over trying to like match a clear winner you yeah, know what i'm saying I, I know what you, you mean what yeah Being, i don't like a clear winner or a clear loser by the way yeah be, either either side of that coin and also being sad to say goodbye to one is a lot better than being reluctant to push one through mm-hmm. <laughs> like yes but yeah by far my gut feeling after our chat about the films i'm leaning towards the family man because even though mm. even though i adored the old way and i will forever be seeing its praises and it was an emotional experience watching it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It spoke to me in a way that a Nicolas Cage film certainly hasn't before. I don't think I had quite the strong reaction that you did to The Family Man. And Cage is subdued in both of these films for the most part. Mm-hmm. So we can't just go, who was the cagiest Cage? Because they were both great performances. He was a lead mm-hmm. in both films. And he knocked it out of the park, and he did exactly what the character called for in both films. They're very different. Yours is a romantic comedy, mine was a western, but they both look beautiful, and they're both great examples of that yeah, genre. Isn't this cr- how how crazy did this line up to the point where these are like very much genre films? Yeah, yeah. Whatever the reason, like you say, it might be 
I don't know, maybe um, the stress of all of your actual moving house stuff got to you at the exact moment that you're watching this film, or maybe mm. the film is simply that fucking good, or maybe all of the all of the planets aligned in the right way for this to touch mm. you. I think this touched you harder than um, the old way touched me. I think it's uh, your honor, but I think um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, right here I, on the doll. <laughs> show where the movie touched you oh god yes like uh i i i like i've said before i'm willing to accept how crazy i am on this film mm-hmm. and if this it was enough to to garner a, a reaction i'm definitely willing to say that you know maybe i'm nuts maybe i'm crazy maybe i'm way too high on this film but i do think it should win simply because i actually feel like it is amazing it's not highly rated on uh many other uh film rating websites who Um, gives a shit about that fuck that shit like yeah i don't care i don't what we're not i'm not this is not a part of obviously because i loved it and Mm. it's insane to me that it isn't highly rated and hey if this was just a whatever i'm willing to accept that that's cool of me um, but I truly think like this should be talked about more. Yeah. Well, in that case, I think the Family Man's got to take it. Mm-hmm. The Family Man's got to. So look, the old way. I'm sorry, mate. You you got to go, but you yeah. will be fondly fondly thought of. Uh, and, and in a way, we are we're ditching the old way to embrace the modernity of the Family Man. Isn't that magnificent? See, it's all thematic, isn't it? Like it all comes around. Everything works together, and I feel like I'm. I we've got a lot of films to get through, but I'm really mm. looking forward to round two when we're rewatching these films, and yeah. when we've because we'll have a lot more pairings like this, a lot more pairings of two films that whether they emotionally touch us or just that was a fucking lot of fun but we're Mm. gonna have so many more episodes where it is tricky to choose because we like the films whereas with this one we haven't disliked many but there have been quite a few where we're not attached to them we don't mind there's a few of the film like what was that one which was quite fun but you know where cage was a wizard from the past (laughs) and the guy (laughs) i forgot about the movie the Sorcerer's Apprentice, yeah. Like, yeah. I, it was fun. Though. I had it fun with fun. it, but I'm yeah. not going to be sad if I never watch that movie again in my life. True. I won't feel hard done by. I enjoyed it. Great memories. And if someone says, what do you think of that? I'll go, yeah, it's all right. It's a bit of fun. But yeah, whereas I think I would feel like I've done myself a disservice if I end my life having not seen the old way again or having never mm. watched the family man yeah i agree i'm i'm glad that this has come along again this is kind of the idea of the podcast more yeah. or less is yeah or I, I would say the genesis is like man i bet nicholas cage actually has some really good fucking movies buried underneath all the you know paychecks and stuff so. and he does he's got loads he really does he, he's got loads surprising. of surprising yeah. when we get to like round three and round four Jesus, that's gonna be hard work. It's gonna. I'm choked up now, like just having to choose between these two. I, 
I don't know what we're going to do with it. There we have it. There we have it, I'm afraid. Well, I'm not I, I'm not afraid. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think a great movie a great movie has won. That's what's happened. A great yes, film has I won. Yes, I agree. We haven't said goodbye to anything. No. We've only said hello to something great. Oh, did you not know when the ones that lose, they do get deleted from the world? And those films just don't exist for anyone ever again. And that's why you should be listening to this podcast (laughs) and not the other ones. Yeah. Because we have that kind of power and we're not threatening anything. But we're not threatening you, but you know that we could threaten you. But it's a possibility. There's nothing you could do about it because we are stronger. We are stronger than the other podcasts, you pricks. We have Don Chino reality warping type powers. Yeah, balance. But yeah, there we go. Another episode done. Another movie kicked out into space. And another movie pushed forward to round two. Who knows what films will be next? We don't even know. I mean... <laughs> it's true. It'll, it'll be two cage films. That's what it'll be. Yeah. But before we go... Thomas, is there anything you wish to say to the public? Bear in mind, this will be released in about two weeks on Monday. It's perfect, because in two weeks, I will... I've got nothing. (laughs) What I wish to say to people is, um, enjoy your day. Have a good one. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, have a nice day. I've just... By the end of July, a second series of Better Bible is going to start. Oh, it'll have to shit. yeah and by the end of july i will know as fact that better bible has not been shortlisted for a podcast award oh yeah they're shortlisting oh, this shit. month baby but uh, oh <clears throat> fuck yeah but the thing is when you don't get shortlisted you'll find out by a lack of information <laughs> <laughs> you don't get an email saying sorry no True. you get nothing yeah. You get radio silence. Yeah. But, yeah, so by the end of this month, probably by the time this comes out, you'll uh, have some more Better Bible to listen to if you want to get involved with the second series. But, uh, yeah, people, you enjoy your cage worlds, and we'll see you next time. Go home and be a family man. That's a Street Fighter reference. That's oh, sweet. actually really smart. What do you say we cut the chit-chat a-hole?